Let me ask you guys a question. What is stopping IDW Comics from publishing, you know, collectible volumes of the Archie Sonic series? What's really stopping them? If you said nothing really, then you'd be correct. You know, for some of you, excuse me there, for some of you that might say, well, there might be an exception, you'd be correct as well. And that exception, of course, would be Ken Penders. Seeing though some of the stories do involve characters he, he created uh, for the Archie book back when he was writing it. However, as we have seen in the past with IDW, IDW knows how to release collectible volumes of an entire series with the exception of omitting a few issues here and there due to licensing issues. They have, they have a history of doing this. And they even have a history of working with said people by giving them a fee or giving them credit for the creation of a character or a story. And sometimes the fee is very reasonable or the person has no problem whatsoever because pretty much they're on the verge of selling the character you know, to the people that, you know, own the franchise where the character first appeared. So, IDW is no stranger to working things out in a way that allows them to put out collectible volumes. They aren't. I mean, if you go back and watch Linkara's Transformers retrospective from about a year or two ago, he basically states that in the IDW collectible volumes of uh, Transformers Generation 1, the Marvel series, that when they got to issue 3, they had to basically edit out, not entirely, but basically edit the image, the cover for issue 3, with Spider-Man on there, swinging around, tying up Megatron with his web. They had to basically edit that and turn Spider-Man into a silhouette and everything because of the fact that there might have been too much legalization or you know too much being asked for fees and stuff from not just Marvel but you know people like the artists and the writers behind you know said issue when it originally came out so instead of going through all that hassle they pro possibly from what i understand worked out a deal to where you know they could you know, allude and mention to the fact that Spider-Man was involved in helping the Autobots against the Decepticons, and that's it. You know, that's all they could do. They cannot show him, you know, you know, visually of in any way possible. You know, they can't do anything like that. However, when it comes to Archie Comics, when they worked out a deal with them to uh, release collectible volumes on the TMNT Adventures when Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was under the Archie license, not only were they able to release a majority, if not the entire series, in about 16, 17 volumes, but they were also able to include Ninjara. That's right, Ninjara, Yumiko, or Umiko, was basically um, you know, added to the stories without omittance. And why? Because not only did they talk to the people you know, at Archie, who had still basically the rights to these stories, if you will. But they also talked to the people behind Ninjara's creation, her original creators. And I don't know if they worked out a reasonable fee to pay them, or they just wanted to have credit given to them. I don't know the behind-the-scenes details on that. Or this was done after Ninjara was sold back to the people that run the TMNT franchise, and thus 
you know, she was already back, you know, in the lore and under the roof of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I don't know. But still, either way, they were able to include her in the re-releases of the Archie series. So IDW has no problem whatsoever of being able to release collectible volumes and have to make certain changes if needed to make sure that these volumes get released, even if it omits a story or two or an issue or two due to legal issues or legal, legal reasons, if you will. So I go back and I ask you, what is preventing them from doing the same thing with, ID, with Archie Sonic? What's preventing them? Nothing really. Nothing's really preventing them. Now you might say, well, actually a lot's preventing them, Brian, because the majority of the stories up to a certain point were written by Ken. Yes, I do agree they were. Yes, I do agree they were. But I think IDW... I think IDW has enough pull, if you will, despite what you want to believe about the future, they have enough pull to say, look, Ken, we get we'd have to pay you for an appearance you know, by your characters in these re-releases, but we found a way that, that shows we don't have to pay you for the republication of the stories you worked on that don't show your characters. So that could be something that they could work out as well. Now, there is history behind the fact that when it comes to collectible volumes involving stories you know, that Ken wrote, that sometimes that can be a brick wall that gets in the way because Sonic Legacy, which was a collectible black and white series of stories, the fourth volume basically was not even published. The cover was made and everything, but it was not even published, not only due to the fact that the book was canceled, but mostly because of Ken Pender's legal mumbo-jumbo. But I still think, honestly, IDW could have more pull and more of an advantage of being able to at least make sense of the fact that, hey, we may not be able to show your characters, but we can publish your stories. Or they could find a legal way, just like they did with the Spider-Man situation when they republished all the Marvel series, to basically give people a summary, a synopsis of what happened between certain times and all that. And even at the end of the book, explain that due to legal reasons, they can't publish certain stories, but they, can, but they have summarized enough you know, of what happened to give people an idea of where the Freedom Fighters, you know, and their adventures led them throughout before getting to where they were. Now you might say, well, what sense would it make if they just do that to do a collectible volume? Well, it's real simple. They can gather some of the early stories, just like Archie used to do, before Candace came on board. Not Candace, but Penders, I should say, came on board. They could do that. They can take stories written by people like Carl Bowlers and others, you know, maybe talk to, talk to them and get a more easier agreement out of them to publish the stories and stuff and the characters involved that they may have created for it. But, and also, by doing so, yes, in between they would have to summarize certain events that happened because, again, they can't publish due to legal reasons. But then... You know, they'd be, but then when you think about it, it would be a much more easier 
you know, opportunity for them to quicker, to quickly, I should say not quicker, but quickly, you know, get to the Ian Flynn error. Now, if they wanted to, they could just ignore everything before Ian Flynn came on board and publish those stories and stuff, and that would be great. Yeah, they'd have to make a few omittances here and there because certain characters Ken created would be part of the stories, but still, they could publish, you know, a lot of the stories, you know, from, you know, you know, from the beginning of Ian Flynn's run to almost the end, if they wanted to. You know, if they wanted to. And that, my friends, believe it or not, could be a collection of worth up to, you know, when did the comic end? About 290, 291? That's a collection of almost 130 issues. Not counting Sonic Universe and stuff as well. So, to me, IDW can do it. And there's not really much stopping them, maybe with a few things here and there, that in the past they have shown that they could work around. Either by actually making a deal with said artist and, and writer and everything to you know, publish those stories in these re-release collection sets. Or just making a deal to where they omit said issues and they just do a summarizing of you know what's gone on between there, uh, between certain time frames, and, and then explain maybe at the end, hey, we we know we're missing a lot of uh, a lot of the story or a certain chunk of the story, but here's why we can't do it. But besides maybe with a few tidbits here and there, a few you know tie-ups here and there, there's nothing really stopping them. Being honest with you, there's nothing really stopping them from doing it. I mean. Seriously, if it was such a hassle, then why even take the why even take the license on to publish a comic book series of your own? Why do that, knowing that there could be, not saying there will be, but there could be a good chance Deja Vu could strike again. I'm just saying. I'm not I'm not saying it's gonna happen or anything, but you know, why take that chance? And we all know, and people following IDW and the series that they license out to publish, they know IDW can do things like this, that they can find ways around to do this. But it's up to them to do it. So I think with the major obstacle that they need to get around being penders, being the only issue they may have, I don't think there's a problem. I do not think there is a problem where IDW could make a deal with Archie Sonic, make a deal with some of the people that worked on the series, if you will, and you know to basically get you know a collection of you know volumes of the original comic book, you know published, you know for everybody to to have to have access to. I don't think there's an issue whatsoever. You know, the only obstacle, like I said, would be Penders. But, let's be honest, IDW might, not saying they would, but they might be more willing to do something, you know, with Penders than, you know, uh, than Archie did. Because they do, financially, let's be honest, despite what you believe, have a little bit more money on, you know, on the table or in the possession than Archie does. But we'll see. We'll see what they do. I mean, honestly, with the 30th anniversary coming up of a lot of Sonic media, from games to shows to comics and all that happening within the next year, I think IDW would be foolish not to try something like this. 
I mean, I would be surprised if one of the announcements made at the beginning of the year by IDW is they've reached an agreement with Ken Penders that's going to allow them to publish in a re-release of collections the entire Archie Sonic series, including Universe and Knuckles. I'd be totally surprised. But we'll have, but we'll have to just be patient and see what occurs. We'll have to be patient and see what occurs. But I would not be against IDW doing it. And again, I don't think nothing's really preventing them from doing it. I really don't. I don't think there is anything out there that is truly preventing them from doing something like this. The only thing that's stopping them is themselves and the fear, if there is any, the fear that, you know, Penders may or may not accept, you know, the offer they may make to him if they want to do it. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. But I don't think nothing besides the Penders situation, I don't think there's really nothing else preventing them. I really don't. And honestly, it would give fans, you know, of the IDW book, you know, uh, you know, basically a good look at what inspired some of the characters' change in personalities, some of the characters' change, some of the characters' personalities that are new to the series. They could see who and what you know, may have inspired them to be, you know, what, what and who they are today. But we'll have to, like I say, sit back, wait, and see. But I don't think nothing except for the Pender situation is preventing them from doing it. But what do you guys think? Let me know down below in the, li in the comments and in the live chat during the premiere. Like the video, hit that subscribe and notification button to find out when more content will be arriving. Also support me at BW Roses Discussions, obviously audio podcast locations except for Pandora, where you will get an audio podcast version of this. Also check me out at Vimo at BW Roses for content you can't get here on YouTube due to certain reasons. Also check me out at divanart.com, so that's BVW1979. Also support me over at Venmo at Brian-1-2, cash app at BW Roses98, where I financially will get your support right away. Also check me out at patreon.com, so that's BW Roses. Support me with a $1 tier to get a shout-out, $3 tier to get a shout-out, and exclusive first look at content that won't be available till later publicly, either on YouTube or Vimo. Also, I am considering doing a $5 Q&A tier uh, down the line. I have yet to make that you know, decision, but if I do, I will make an announcement. Also, check out the Teespring store for merchandise you can't get anywhere else just in time for the holiday season. But guys, let me know what your thoughts are on this whole situation. Do you think it can be done with the only obstacle that has to be overcome being the Penders deal? What are your thoughts? Let me know down below and in the live chat, and I'll talk to you all later.